Are you a new to Canada resident or are you thinking of moving to Canada? This video is specifically for you. We're gonna to touch on a lot of topics to do with buying a house in Canada. This is the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, the show that highlights Saskatchewan real estate. Looking to buy your first house, your next investment property? Subscribe to never miss an episode. Here's your host, Ron Caroni. Welcome back to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. My name is Ron Caroni, your Saskatchewan mortgage professional. Each and every week here on the podcast, we share a different aspect of Saskatchewan real estate to help people better understand how to buy houses and understand the real estate market here and sometimes broader topics like in Canada. If that information sounds like something that you'd like more of, do us a favor, help grow the channel by hitting the subscribe button and never hurts the YouTube algorithm just to give us that little thumbs up. I don't know how you're listening or watching to this episode. This one's a little different. Uh, had a little renovation happening at my condo. So now we're at the office today. So if you're listening, the audio might be a little different. If you're watching, the background is obviously different. But nonetheless, still great information as we touch on a really important topic today. So this is an episode that I've been wanting to do for a very long time, kind of really from the beginning. It's a kind of newcomer to Canada episode. And so what I've done is I've taken your questions as well as some questions that I've seen from the internet. I've compiled them into a list and what I'll do is I'll ask a question and then I'll answer it for you live here on the podcast. If you do have any questions that I don't touch on during this video, please do me a favor, leave me a comment uh, below and I'll be sure to get back to you if there's anything specific that you're hoping for me to answer. Let's get into it. How much should I spend on my property? Okay, so this is kind of just a general rule of thumb. You don't wanna spend more than 30% of your gross income. So if you make $90,000, you should then be spending $30,000 on things to do with housing, rent, your mortgage, utilities, etc. You still need money left over for groceries and taxes. If you are looking for a little bit more information on how to get these numbers, I do have some calculators on my website. I'll leave a link to that in the description of this video. All right, question number two. Do I need to be a Canadian citizen to purchase a house in Canada? Easy answer is no. You don't need to be a Canadian citizen to buy a house in Canada. You can be a permanent resident. You can be on a work visa here. Uh, I've even heard of some foreign students being able to purchase property as well. There is one caveat with this though. There's some more hoops that you have to jump through and there are certain requirements that you still have to comply with with Immigration Canada and there's some legal stuff on the other side that if you leave the country and need to sell the property, uh, there's different rules whether you are a Canadian citizen or whether you are a non-resident. So this is one of those questions that is very simple that yes, you can buy, but always good to get a second opinion and uh, really reach out to either, we'll say a mortgage broker, a lawyer, immigration consultant who can really help you understand the, the ins and outs of this one. Next question, number three. I currently live abroad and I'm planning to move to Canada in the future. Can I get a mortgage? No, you cannot. The Liberal government announced earlier this year that they would be putting a ban on all foreign home buyers. And this is gonna last from 2022 to 2024. There are some exceptions that can be made if you are a foreign student, uh, but for the most part for this question, the answer is no. Question number four. 
What is the maximum mortgage amortization period for newcomers to Canada? So firstly, amortization is the amount of time that a lender will allow you to pay off the loan. And so uh, what is the maximum mortgage amortization for newcomers to Canada? The answer is it's the exact same for Canadians or anyone who's going through the mortgage process with a lender. The general one is 25 years is your maximum amortization unless you're going 20% down, then you can extend that to 30 years. All right, number five. Do I need Canadian credit to get a mortgage? So yes and no. Different mortgage default insurers are going to have different programs available to you to be able to buy a house even if you don't have established Canadian credit. So this comes in the form of alternative credit. So this is what I see with a lot of folks who are not from Canada, uh, but they do have all of the means, they have the down payment, they have the income. And so what we do is we show credit in a different way or alternative credit. And so usually this is a, a one year letter from your landlord to say that you've been a good tenant, you've always paid your rent on time. And then two other sources, this is usually a one year of utility bill statements that you paid your utility bills without any misses or cell phones, uh, insurance, anything that shows that you've consistently made payments over a 12 month period. And this is usually a good in for newcomers who don't have credit cards, auto loans, and all of those things that we would use for typical Canadian borrowers. So it's the new to Canada program. And so the, the one side note to this I would say is that if you are a new to Canada person and you've been here for a long time, I believe the program stops working after five years. So if you've been here for five years and you haven't established credit cards, auto loans, those things, then you will need to start working on it because after a period of time, you won't be able to use this alternative credit to use for a mortgage application. Okay, moving on to the next question. Number six, are interest rates different for foreign buyers? This is a really quick, simple one. No, banks offer the same rates whether you are Canadian, a permanent resident, a student, or just here on a work visa. Number seven, what documents do I need to provide to get a mortgage? If you are a newcomer to Canada looking to purchase a home, you're gonna to need to provide uh, the following documents. Permanent resident status. So this is something from Immigration Canada that tells us what your status is here in the country. Proof of income, employment history, down payment, and credit check. So we kind of touched on this in the previous answer. So whether that credit check is gonna come from a credit bureau or alternative credit, you will need to provide some form that you are uh, credit worthy and the bank can trust you with hundreds of thousands of dollars. Heading off to number eight, if I'm a new to Canada business owner, how can I qualify to buy a house? So a quick note on this one, it's the exact same for a Canadian business owner as well. If you are self-employed, if you're a business owner or you work on commission-based income, we need a two-year average of you making this income in order to use it to qualify you for the loan. The reason the banks and the government makes us do this is to show that you have employment stability. If you make $90,000 one year and then the next year you make $30,000, it might be tough for you to make consistent mortgage payments. So this is why they're a little sticky on this one. So the answer, two years employment history. Number nine, what is the minimum down payment for a newcomer to Canada? 
The minimum down payment in Canada is 5%. And this also goes for most newcomers as well being qualified under new to Canada programs. But sometimes this minimum down payment can be raised to 20 or even 35% depending on your specific lending situation. So this is where it's really important to sit down either with a mortgage specialist, that's someone who is kind of the, the bank's mortgage broker, they specifically work for that bank, or a mortgage broker, someone who works with multiple banks and lenders who can really give you a good idea of your specific situation and will be able to direct you of how much down payment you're going to need when you're looking to buy that forever home. All right, what types of properties can I purchase as a foreign home buyer in Canada? So there are very few limits on foreign home buyers in Canada as far as the type of property that you want to buy, whether that's a single family home, a condo, duplex, townhouse, commercial property, farm, acreage, a lot of these are open to you. I have heard though that sometimes under new to Canada programs, uh, you won't be able to buy multi-unit properties. So uh, that would be a good question for a commercial broker, but on the residential side, all bets are off. Number 11, as a foreign home buyer, do you need to sell your property if you leave the country? No, you are not required to sell your property if you leave Canada. You can choose to do so if you would like, or you could even turn the property into a rental and just have that passive income rolling in no matter where you choose to move off to. In that case, you'd probably just have to find a good property manager who'd be able to be your boots on the ground person who'd be able to look after the property for you. Next question. Does owning a property in Canada speed up the immigration process? God, I wished it did because when my wife and I were going for the permanent residency process, it was slow, painful, no answers. And if it was as easy as just buying a property, uh, we would have put all of our efforts towards that. But unfortunately, no, Canada does not have any specific rules about buying a property and then fast tracking yourself uh, to permanent residency or Canadian citizenship. All right, last question on the list, and I really, really like this one. What should I focus on when buying a house in Canada? So before you purchase a home in Canada, I think it's really prudent of you to set some realistic expectations of what home ownership means and all of the costs involved with it. I see a lot of people who always wanna buy at their maximum value, when really what they should be doing is looking for a starter property and slowly working your way up, and there's no payment shock involved with that. The, the mortgage is manageable, you're not surprised by property taxes, insurance, how much your heat costs here because it's very cold and you have to heat that home. So I would say set some realistic expectations and also determine the, the length of time that you're going to be staying in the property. If you're gonna be in Canada for two years and you know it might be more profitable for you just to rent for that short period of time than to buy a house and potentially lose money over that period of time. So really take a look at your own personal goals with buying a home. And if you do have any questions on that side, I'm always happy to answer them. If you head to my website and you go book a call with Ron or it's on the contact page, there's a place there for my calendar. You can book in a 15 minute chat and I can help you determine some of these things and if you're ready to get into the home buying process. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. I really enjoyed this format of question and answer. If you did too, send me some kind of communication, whether it's in the comments or just shoot me uh, an email. I really enjoyed doing this, so if you'd like more episodes specifically like this about questions involved with real estate, 
let me know. I, I'd love to expand upon it. We do these episodes every single week, so to never miss an episode, hit the like and subscribe button. I'm Ron Caroni, your Saskatchewan mortgage professional. Until next week, bye for now.